before halloween yeah yeah it's coming up this monday and so we just thought we'd try to give it a spooky feel we're not scary people <laughs> we're not scary well, at faith, all. Faith, faith is scary but not in that way <laughs> nice yeah I, I give a slight intimidating factor i think but it's fine we're not Everyone's scary one. yeah it, it was our attempt we, we did a good attempt fist bumps no one can see them but here we go hey, hey. what was that what Okay, y'all can't see it, but I went to give Renata a fist bump, and she just kind of, like, shoved her hand at me. <laughs> I was holding something. Oh, okay. I was like, why are you going to just give me a backhand like that? Anyway. <sighs> so, yeah, welcome, guys, to this week. Face. Yeah, so we're going to just kind of jump into the deep end for this episode and just kind of start us off with some recommendations, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Eve, you want to go first? Sure. I got a good book recommendation for you guys. This is one of my favorite ones of all time. Um, it's a part of a trilogy, but this is the first book. Its title is The Story Peddler by Lindsay A. Franklin. It's available in audiobook, and it's been, like, it's published in paperback. Sadly, there's no hardback, but we'll get past that. But it's been out for a little while from Enclave Publishing, and it's a fantasy book. I love it. It's about someone who has magic to, like, make pictures out of stories almost like they tell stories and as they tell them then like light colors of light come out of their fingertips and like form the stories in the air and it's about how like that gets like corrupted and how it's like outlawed but then like how they yeah it's a whole it's a wild ride it's a trilogy and it's crazy but like i highly 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 recommend especially if you like fantasy and it's a like the author's a christian so there's like Good truths weaved into there too. Oh, nice! Which y'all probably That's notice really with cool. my book recommendations because I love stories that illustrate deep topics. Yeah, because I believe that we all relate to stories, so Amen. it's the best way to I teach think, each other. Yeah, I was gonna say like oh. I remember learning at one point like the best way to teach somebody something is through stories. You yeah. taught that. Oh, Doctor H. Yeah, I was in a communications class and he was like, "I can tell you all you want to know about like." The theory of like groupthink communication, and I'll have a PowerPoint and all these things, and talk to you for probably like two hours, and you won't remember like a single bit of the information. But like, if you tell somebody a story about like how they experience something like groupthink or whatever, then like they really remember, and like it's a great teaching tool. That also reminds me of a quote from um, what's his name, Einstein. So Einstein says. Someone asked him, how do you make your kids smarter? And he's like, you want your kids to be more intelligent? Read them fantasy novels. Yes. You want them to be more intelligent? Read, oh, it was fairy Read tales. them more fairy tales. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, it was, something that to was do with fictional paraphrase. books. Though. It wasn't yeah. non-fiction books. It was fiction books. Yeah, I know. Books, mm-hmm. It was so awesome. Good. My kids are, I'm going to make them read. And it teaches them empathy. <laughs> Don't make them read. I will say that. I will highly, highly, highly encourage them to. That will create a feeling of, like, I will highly, well, highly, highly, yeah. highly encourage them. I just read like, to them. Yeah, definitely always read to your kids because there's almost not a single kid in the world who doesn't want to be read to and then just like just like show them how much it's like how nice it is and then yeah, that's what i meant by make them read like yeah show them how good it is yeah but just don't make make your kid read because like well i mean there's reading subject in school yeah but like don't make your kid read a fantasy book like read it and like it do you think i would yeah, do that no, no you that wouldn't know but you just were like well i'm gonna make my kids read so many I'm fantasy books and i'm just saying like you shouldn't do that just coming from somebody whose mom did make them read but also like well no no she didn't my mom didn't make me read my mom i was highly, just weird. highly highly encouraged it i was just weird no my mom didn't make me read 
My mom was precious. My mom loves me very much. <laughs> I don't know how we started reading. My I mom guess also listens to our podcast, by the way. She what? like my mom listens to our podcast. Oh, she well, texted, hi, Face Mom. Yeah, she texted me and was like, "Let me know whenever a new one like comes out because I want to read." Like, we need some sort of notification system. We do. We'll have to figure that out. Instagram, anyway, Renata, your recommendation. Okay, so this is a song that my brilliant professor um, showed us in class. It's called Blackout. It's by the band Muse. Um, I do not listen to this band. They have some explicit content uh, that I have not listened to. The only only song I've ever listened to by them is Blackout, um, but I really, really liked it, so I wanted to show it to you. It's kind of a heartbreak song. Um, Not necessarily in the essence of relationship though it could be um related to that it's also in the essence of death and stuff like that it's about just basically things like here wait i'll read you the lyrics it says don't kid yourself and don't fool yourself this love's too good to last and i'm too old to dream don't grow up too fast and don't embrace the past this life's too good to last and i'm too young to care don't kid yourself and don't fool yourself. This life could be the last and we're too young to see. Um, and I really like the part that it says love's too good to last and I'm too old to dream. Because I'm like, that's kind of sad. That's like, oh, when you get old, you're just like, oh, life's so disappointing and I'm not going to even like dream anymore. And I think that is terrible. And we should all hold on to what um, the Bible says and hold on to the hope that God gives us. But... It's a good song anyway. <laughs> um, the band Muse was formed in 1994, and they actually still release albums. They released one this year, and it, they're more of a rock, rock album. They come from England, um, and they won Best Rock Albums twice in 2015 and in 2010, and they're actually going on tour next year. So that is really cool that they have um, been here since 1994 uh but yeah i think it's a great song it has some good um the theory it's within it so it's not like totally like sorry one of those pop songs that is poorly (laughs) written um i'm gonna not talk about that though all right faith what is your uh movie recommendation okay so in the in the season in the in the spirit of Halloween, I have picked one of the classic Halloween movies. And no, it is not a horror movie. I don't do that. I couldn't... I could not emotionally handle a horror Amen. movie. Um, however, it is E.T. by Steven Spielberg. It is a wonderful classic. It's definitely what I think of when I think of Halloween. Um, just because, like, not only is it set around that time, but, like, everybody's wearing costumes. Like, one of the ways they get E.T. from place to place is they dress him up in a costume. It's just, like, one of those wonderful, like, feel-good family-like classics that's also sci-fi. So, like, wow. Like, <gasps> always going to like sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it was made in 1982, and like I said, it's Steven Spielberg. So like, who doesn't like a St- Steven Spielberg movie? <gasps> Evelyn Carnell. <laughs> it's not Shame my fault. I read reading books. Have you read the books I've read? No, I haven't read the books. Exactly. Read. That was what I was doing instead of watching those movies. Makes sense. Makes sense. Indeed. 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 
Um, so yeah, it's just a really good movie. Also, just like a little tidbit, I'm not shaming anyone for who watches horror movies because like, you know, if that's your thing, that like go right ahead and, and watch your horror movie. I just don't have the stomach for it. My brother lets his like one-year-old and like less than one-year-old like sit in the room while they're watching movies like horror movies because he loves horror movies and his wife loves horror movies i'm just like i really hope that kid grows up to be all right well see i will say (laughs) i don't think it's okay to let your kids watch horror movies like because they're not old enough to understand it but i feel like they can still hear that age i slightly understand but it's still still a bit much because you can still hear like the screaming and like the psychological perspective that's a lot yeah Yeah. and they could have trauma mm -hmm. and like they don't know i have I, I, so like I was a counselor over the summer and so many of my kids were like, yeah, like we had a sleepover at my friend's house and it was like her birthday thing and we watched Annabelle and I was like, what? That's, You're eight. Oh my God. Why? I couldn't. Cause like Annabelle's all about like a demonetized doll. And I'm like, one, you're eight, and you should like to Witchcraft. play with dolls. And two, like, n- nothing <laughs> de- not demonetized. No. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, if you're an adult or a college student or whatever, and you like to watch horror movies, like, that's your own That's your own thing. That's your choice. Just don't don't let your kids watch them. I don't, I don't recommend it. But, yeah, so E.T., good Halloween classic. Um, if you want to hang out with your friends, do something fun, have a fun movie event, I recommend watching E.T. because it, it is entertaining for all ages. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. What's the thing about Halloween? Didn't, like, weren't we going to ask them about what their Halloween costumes were going to be or if they were going to dress up or something? Yes. So. On Instagram. Question for all you listeners out there, whoever you may be, what would you dress up as for Halloween or are you going to dress up for Halloween? So... Yeah, like, give us a shout-out. And um, that also brings me to, like, another thing. Our Instagram is up. Yes, our Instagram running. is working. It's official. It's At out underscore of the blue. Yes, podcast. Ma- podcast. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I will make a post where you can send us in, like, what kind of costumes you would wear for Halloween. And then on the day of, if you actually dress up, send us your pictures or tag us or whatever. Tag and us we'll, we'll repost it. Yeah. Um, cause I know we're, I'm dressing up. Instagram fame. Yeah. In- Instagram fame. <laughs> out of the blue. Um, yeah. So I'm planning, yeah, I won't tell y'all what I'll dress up as, but I'm planning on dressing up. So. You should send a picture of it in the group chat too. Or not group chat. Instagram. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I'm um. I'm as a tired college student. Eve, what are the <laughs> campus events that are happening this weekend? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have, it's not as crazy as last weekend, thankfully. Um. But we got some exciting things coming up. So, let's see. Tomorrow, wait, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. On Saturday, on Saturday, there's a fall festival in downtown Tacoa. It's just like five minutes away. Um, what would it be called? Like, it's by the antique shop on West Tougaloo. Um, Harvest Festival. The what? Harvest, Harvest Festival. Festival. Okay, it's a Harvest Festival, not a Fall Fest. Okay, but the choir from TFC is going to be singing there at like 10 in the morning. So if you want to go and check out all of that, highly recommend. Support our choir. Um, in the sports realm, guys, men's basketball starts tomorrow night. It's going to be great. So show up. It's at 7 o'clock. It's a blackout. So wear black. Come support the guys. It's the first home game, I believe. I could be wrong, but I believe it's our first basketball home game. Um, the women start their season. I think they have a home game. When do they have a home game? I know on the first they're playing against Payne, but I don't remember whether that's at home or not. I don't know, but that's at 5. 
on the 1st of November. And then on the 3rd, then they're playing, I can't speak, Pensacola Christian. Mm. And they don't have the time for that yet, but that's happening. Let's see, let's see. To think ahead a little farther. Oh, oh, wait, no. On November 3rd, then we got a soccer game at 12. It's a region tournament. And then on the 5th, then I think it's the men's team is playing at 2 against Trinity Baptist. Mm. But those are like the I think those are like the last soccer games. Whoa, that's at crazy. Home. So yeah, that's craziness. Um, oh, oh, oh! Also currently happening. So SMF, um, the GMD interns are selling k- tickets to get like treat bags delivered to friends on Halloween. Ooh. So I don't know when y'all listen to this, but they're in the student center from eleven to one um, tomorrow, and you can go. Which is Friday. Yes, tomorrow's Friday. Um, sorry, I should probably mention that. Um, but they're selling tickets. There's $3 per bag. Um, if you want to send your friends candy, then do so because highly appreciated. Thinking ahead a little bit, these are the last two things I'm going to mention. Um, there's a square dance from the Dance Society happening on Saturday, November 5th at 6. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, Vice President of the Dance Society right here. You guys need to go. It's going to be so much fun. Um, we're going to have callers there and... Yeah, signups will be in the Student Center um, November 2nd to 4th, so check that out. We'll have, um, it's going to be $7 if you pay ahead of time, and then there'll be a separate price at the door. So stop by this week, or next week, sorry, to get more information about that. And thinking way ahead, on November 11th is NOLA 4. So if you're into NOLA and... When are signups for NOLA? That's a great question. I don't know. I know there's a poster in the student center, but I did not take a picture of it. Mm. I just saw on the SGA Instagram that it was happening, and so I figured I'd mention it. But y'all can, you have a little bit of time before that happens. So grab somebody from SGA or a senior, and they probably will know what's happening. But Nola, I don't know how to describe it. Is, is it like a haunted house story almost? It's like a haunted campus like game. Whoa. Yeah, it's like a haunted campus game. Where there's, like, zombies and stuff. It's been going on for a couple of years now. I already have a couple of people who I'm going to have on a team. So, like, I oh, just nice. got to find out about sign-ups so we can yeah. sign up. So, if you're into yeah. that, if you're into being scared, Faith is going to scream a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you're into all of that, then check out NOLA. So, those are the campus events that are happening. Not as crazy as last weekend, thank goodness. Um, but still fun things happening. So, definitely go to basketball. Support the home team. Um, but, Yeah. I don't know where we want to go from there. <laughs> Anybody got something random to mention? Um, I have no segue random to mention. Uh, squirrel. Speaking of squirrels, <laughs> did I ever tell you guys about what my driver instructor told me to do? Well, no. So, anyways, this is a rabbit trail, but we're going to go down point. this rabbit trail. Exactly. So, I went to driver's ed um at new london school of driving it is a nut job of a place um well it's a place filled with nut jobs to be more clear (laughs) so the instructor told us a story of when he was riding with a student one time and in class they always tell us if you see a squirrel on the road you can try to slow down but if you cannot you hit the squirrel like, that's just how it goes. Like, if you can't, you, a just, circle of life. you just hit it. Yep. Because they were like, there's no reason, like, risking hurting your car, hurting you, or hurting someone else. 
to avoid a squirrel. So this instructor said that one time he was in a car with a student and they're just riding on the road and all of a sudden the student picks up speed, like accelerates up to like 70 miles an hour, goes to the other side of the road and what? runs over the squirrel. <laughs> and the dude was like, what did you just do? And he said, you told me if I saw a squirrel to hit it. So oh my I goodness. hit it. <laughs> so he made sure that no matter what happened, he That's hit terrible. that squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I do in another life. I know. I, yeah. So, like, after that in this, story. In this life, you've just killed centipedes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Backstory on this. Renata's bitter because, so, I had, in our room... There were millipedes everywhere. I'm not rooming this right now, but me and my roommate, we had millipedes all in our room at the beginning of the year. It was, it was okay. I was used to them. But, like, it's not fun to just have a little millipede riding around in your room. And so I was like, Ugh, if I ever see one outside, I'm killing it. It's going to head towards my room no matter what happens, so I'm killing it anyway. Centipedes are a little bit different. They're a little bit bigger. But, like... It was headed towards my room. <laughs> it was not. It was okay. It was close to the terrace steps. I'm an LB, but like I was, I did not want to. I did not want it to like cross that. I was how many like, feet? I was 50 like, feet. Mm. We were just walking to my terrace, and she's like, "I was like, oh look, there's a millipede or centipede. I don't know which one. I don't know the difference. It was gross looking. Anyway, it was it was fine. That but <laughs> okay, never mind. Would you kill it's a mosquito? Fine. Do you kill mosquitoes? if they bother me but it was literally just walking and you're like you're dying today <laughs> which reminds me of something that my professor did this was hilarious okay so I was in class right and um they were sitting on their uh little chair right and and this little tiny moth like one of those little tiny moths um they flew onto her lap and she like shoes it off and she like she kills it onto the floor, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, his career is ended. <laughs> and and I look at her, I'm just like laughing, and she's like, she's like, he could have lived longer if he would just leave me alone. And I was like, that's that's a good way to look. At it. It's better to look at it that way than like, oh, this centipede's just walking on his own bothering me. Also, why like, is it bothering you? Have the big ones hey, hey, ever hey. been in your? No, because I killed them before they get there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, except for then the other day, I was just like, I was like, we we passed by one, and I was about to say something. I was like, oh, wait, no, Eve's with me. I can't show her that. So I waited until we passed it, and I was like, guess what? There was a centipede back there. I should have run back and killed it just to get you guys. Shame on you. And she's like... Well, I don't do it every single time. When I'm in the merchant mood, I don't. And I I'm will like, say this. How am I supposed to know that? I will say this. Sometimes the way to relieve stress is to kill bugs. They, this could be a debate for another time. I don't think bugs have, like, animals and bugs, no souls. So, therefore, no remorse. That's how I get my aggression out. So I kill would, You would kill a puppy? No, I would not No kill. soul, no remorse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but bugs don't have nerves, honestly, though. So at least yeah, I don't the bug, like. They I don't have to feel pain. Oh, puppies are too cute to kill. Centipedes. Oh yeah, definitely. God made things cute, and God made things that we perceive as ugly. But guess what? He made everything. Do you want an ostrich as a pet? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> I, are you, I don't. Are you discriminating against ostriches because they're big ugly okay. birds? Okay. <laughs> I ostriches this will hurt you. This debate has become a little. Bit <laughs> What will they do? So some of them bite. Something else well, I never for said our podcast don't make them today a pet. Oh, was wonder. to talk about the best piece of advice 
that you've ever gotten. So, Eve, why don't you start us off with telling us about the best piece of advice you've ever gotten and who it was from? What a way to change my mood. Okay. This is really good, though. <laughs> so the best piece of advice I've ever gotten came from one of my mentors um, back home. She's a pastor's wife, so, like, super high-quality woman. Love her so much. Um, but she told me before I left for college, I asked her what was something that I always need to remember no matter how much life changes. And she looked at me and she told me that I needed to always remember that God never changes. Like, mm. if I can remember that no matter what happens, no matter how chaotic life gets, that God is stable and that I need to turn to Him and seek refuge in Him, then it'll be okay. Mm. And that has stuck with me for the past two years, and it's helped me through a lot because I'll be going—like, things will be crazy and changing, and, like, good changes and bad changes— and I'll think about it. I'll be like, okay, I feel like I need to be grounded. Like, what can I do to ground myself? And then I'll be like, God never changes. And then turn to God and turn to Scripture. And it's been so good. And so, that's really yeah, good. that's the best piece of advice I've gotten. Yeah. What about you, Faith? Do you have one in mind? Yeah. So, um, my mom, woman with great advice, um, she, one time, I was like, I was really down because I was doing soccer at the time. And I was, like, working really, really hard and, like, doing all these things. And I was working towards being the captain, and they had asked me to be the captain. And then they kind of, like, flopped around and, like, didn't want me to be the captain. And then I was the captain. It was just this whole weird mess. And I was really frustrated because I was, like, I'm working really hard at this. And my mom was, like, well, listen, don't worry about being the best at something because no one's going to remember you for being the best at, like, at soccer or at singing or being the prettiest or the tallest or the shortest or the smallest or the skinniest but people are going to remember how you made them feel and so she told me to always remember to be kind and make sure that people remember feeling good when I was around because that's what they're going to remember and that's what I rem want to be remembered for so that's something that has always stuck with me that was like like sophomore year of high school wow um and so yeah, I just want to always, I just want to always make sure that, like, when I'm around, I'm I'm an encouragement or, like, somebody that makes somebody feel else feel good so that they remember feeling good. So, that's good yeah. advice. Mm. Do you have um, anything in particular, Renata? Okay, I couldn't think of a specific moment of advice, but, um... Because when, when I go through things, like, I talk to my dad, and my dad just kind of helps me go through it and uh, think through it logically. Like, he's the wisest person on the face of the planet. Not on the face of the planet, but, you know, he's, he's like, he's yeah, up there. He's up there. Mm -hmm. he, he's been through experiences. But I don't know why this comes to my mind, but when I used to have nightmares um, and I would, like, wake up crying, my mom would come into my room and she'd pray with me, and she would remind me of the verse of, you know, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure. Um, if there's any... Um, uh, Excellence or praise. Anything yes, that's yes. excellent or praiseworthy. And she would, she would tell me that verse, and um, and then she would sing me a song. Oh. And that, that, I don't know why, but that really, really helped. Because it's like, you know, whatever you're thinking about, um, if you're worrying about that, that's putting your mind in things like in things of the world and you should be putting your mind on things of god and those are pure and lovely and 
I don't know why I'd, that that that's kind of advice, but not really. But like, think upon godly things and things that are pure and lovely and mm-hmm. of excellence and are honorable. Oh. That reminds me. Oh yeah, yes. with yeah. the verse of the week, I was gonna say that's like the perfect. <laughs> that ties in so perfectly. So one thing that stuck out to me this week, um, in my Bible study, has been like the importance of what we think about because it reflects what's in our hearts and what we value and it affects our actions and so i wanted to share a verse with y'all um from this one's tends to circle around christian culture a lot but it's a good reminder it's from second corinthians 10 5 and it's the second half of the verse that says we take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ because through the verses I read, um, some of them talked about, like, when Jesus was preaching on the Sermon on the Mount, and he basically said, like, oh, you think adultery is just, like, your actions? Well, no, it starts in your thoughts. If you look at a woman or look at a man lustfully, then you've already committed adultery in your heart. And so, like, it just shows how much your thoughts affect your actions and how sin isn't necessarily just actions, but it can be in your mind, too. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, I don't even have time to delve into all of that. We probably should have done that earlier, but, like... It's just important to turn every thought, like Renan just said, to like focus on what is good and what is praiseworthy and things of God, because those are the things that are ultimately going to fulfill you more and um, bring about more goodness. Because if you're dwelling on the bad stuff, then nobody ever recommends to do that. Yeah, and it changes your mood. So it's like Mm -hmm. it's like you have to filter the stuff that go into your mind and then you have to if that stuff actually ends up getting in your mind, you have to. Um, take it captive um, so that it doesn't get out of your mind and into your actions. So yeah. it's like listening to good music um, and not stuff that'll get you down. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, never mind, I'm not going to go on that rant. But anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> Another time. But yes, it was, it was very good. And um, yeah, just fill your mind with things that you want to think about and Things that will affect your mood in a positive way. Because if you mm-hmm. think about things that bring you down, then it's going to be your fault when you're brought down. Yeah. <laughs> and like Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Like mm. like what we just said, if you're thinking about depressing things, you're going to be depressed. If you're thinking about joyful things, you'll be filled with joy. And mm-hmm. um, it just it affects everything because... Weird, weird thing to talk about maybe in the future, but you are your brain, so what you think about, is, like that verse said, is who you are. So mm-hmm. very important, but that's the verse of the week. Be yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. Ah, yeah, be thinking about that verse. Be thinking. <laughs> Meditate. Meditation is good yeah. when it's on scripture. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, hope you guys have a great Halloween weekend, and we will see y'all. Well, not see y'all. We will talk to y'all next Thursday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.